0: Then he pivots, fakes, chucks the big bomb halfway down the field to our hopefully still wide-open tailback. I call it the annexation of Puerto Rico.
1: It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas
2: Everywhere you go Take a look in the 5 and 10, listening once again, with candy canes and silver lanes aglow. What is up?
0: How's it going? Welcome to APR. That's the Annexation of Puerto Rico podcast. We are the football podcast, giving you all the ins and outs of every single upcoming game this week. We're going to give our picks. We're going to talk about all of them, but we're going to fly through some, dive into the others. We've got best bets. We've got a little something, something for the fantasy GMs. And we are heading into week 15 of this NFL season, a week where we don't have a single team like in the playoffs yet. So anything anything can change. Everything's up in the air, and everybody's playing. So uh, make sure to get those fantasy lineups set. I am Big Ball and Ben Larson. We're here with the crew. We got Jordan, Stacks on Stacks on Stacks, Lats.
1: Yes, sir.
0: And we got How y'all do rag <laughs> Eddie.
2: It's a damn beanie, dude. It says PGA Tour on the front.
0: Dude. It looks like a do rag. <laughs> uh, uh,
2: good man.
1: Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Eddie. Oh,
2: I was just saying. It's uh, you mentioned fantasy. It's that fantasy playoff time, dude. Like,
1: it is fantasy playoff time. The I, was, I was gonna say, uh, circling back to the playoff thing that Ben was talking about. Like, this is like what everybody always clamors for is parody we want parody we got parody like beyond no other dude like nobody yep. on this earth knows who's gonna win the super bowl this year at this point yeah like you can make a case for like eight
0: Breaking news! Breaking news! Urban Meyer is out as the Jaguars head coach. Holy
1: shit, dude! I just got this. Hold on, did he quit? Just
0: came in right now. No,
1: I don't think he quit, dude. Because before we came on air, I was telling, I was telling Ben, I was like, this motherfucker is gonna quit, dude. Like, there's no way he wants to continue dealing with like all these leaks and fucking. Uh, Lambeau comes out and says that he kicked him be- in warm-ups, said to make your kicks. I mean, if we've all been watching kickers this year. If I was a head coach, I'd be saying the same fucking thing. Dude, you have one job. That's the <laughs> field goals. Sorry. But, man, right. unbelievable. Urban Meyer out as coach. That line is probably going to swing, and I actually think Jacksonville may be on best bet watch alert this of week. Course. Dude. Of
2: course they are, dude. Fucking you just, like – the team fought to get Urban Meyer out of there, right? And they got it. They win. And of course, they're going to fucking come out and play fucking like with their asses on fire, dude. They have to. Like, anytime yep. a coach gets fired, though, like that team, the next game, again, we don't have the stats list, but I feel like they win. They always time. win.
1: Yeah. Always. The Raiders did too. The Raiders, yeah. John and Gruden got fired and they won. They
2: came out and dog walked them. You know what I mean? Yep. Like, it was, they fucking destroyed them. It wasn't even close. So, like, Jacksonville will probably do the same thing. Trevor Lawrence might break records. Who knows?
0: Wow. Ben, is and, there any uh, Ian, information on it? Ian Report report is uh, saying that the J- rapport is uh saying that the Jaguars have fired their coach. Yeah. He oh wow, the they
1: fired Urban they Meyer. Fired him. Yep. Yeah. Damn, they own I mean, like 50 I... mil, dude. <laughs> yep. Yeah.
2: So like there was like a, a report, I guess, that like the owner met with Urban today. I don't yep. know if it was like today or something but like urban pretty much blew him off like during the meeting it was like yeah fuck off like he didn't yeah. say those words obviously but like it was obvious he wanted to be fired right yeah. and now yeah. that he was fired he gets paid all that money you know the jaguars don't care he's the richest owner in football so it's like nothing to him you know what i mean he'll go find someone new
1: yeah That's now they nuts. they have to dude like that was just a toxic situation you draft a guy like trevor lawrence and i mean we've seen zero progression from him and then we get all these leaks about him all throughout the year that he's like asking his assistant coaches to defend their resume like motherfucker you defend your resume dude you're the right. head coach yeah. of the shitty ass fucking team dude like what the hey. fuck
0: hey. and when well, he his picked all the coaches team? yeah he yeah. Had picked them, right? that was like... that was that was his choice right, yeah yeah right.
2: And, like, what's his resume, dude? Like, you, this is what I don't like about college football coaches, dude. Like, they literally get the top recruits every year, dude. So it ain't like coming to the NFL where you have to earn your roster. You have to fucking work for that roster. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not like Ohio he, at Ohio State and all that. He didn't probably recruit either. He probably sent his people out there. He nah, went to the, the bar, head coach that did his recruits, thing. bro. He maybe picked up a phone every once in a while, dude. But, like, when you're That's why, coach at uh, Ohio State and the best team in the country, you don't have to recruit. They don't want to go there. Nah, you, you know?
1: no you head coaches recruit that's a lot of the reason why you see people jump from college to nfl is because it's way less work college football is a year-round job nfl you get some time off as a head coach you know what i mean it's definitely not the same um uh but the one thing is and, and i don't mean to plug another show or anything but today on fox sports colin cowherd the herd he had tom rinaldi on one of the most fantastic journalists ever and he was talking about his relationship with nick saban and he was saying that covid might have extended nick saban's career because now he can do so much recruiting remotely like he doesn't even need to leave his house all that much like right. he can do it remotely so that's something that's interesting i don't think urban meyer necessarily gets back into coaching at all i think he's going to go back into tv where it's a so- Cake gig, dude. You know what I mean. It's far less work, and you still get paid millions. I don't um, think he does any of that, dude. No, nah, he's definitely going back into TV, Why? dude. I mean, is TV going to want him
2: though? After all the shit
1: that yeah. went on this year, dude?
2: You
1: kidding? Oh, the dude! I he, college football TV will want him, dude. Maybe he'll he'll be okay, back actually. on Big Noon Kickoff on Fox Sports, dude. He'll be back there. Um, ben and I talked about this on Taproom, though. Like when he was when they finished the game against the titans and i mean he just looked like he didn't want to be there bro like he looked like yeah. he was over it
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. didn't him, shake dude. his old assistant coach's hand like yeah uh, i mean he shook it but it wasn't even like it was well, like give me the fuck out of walk, here type shit yeah baby. walk past like I don't give a shit yeah, yep. yeah, yeah, he's, yeah um yeah. So we're having a statement from Khan. Where'd it go? Where'd it go? That uh after deliberation over many weeks and a thorough analysis of the entirety of Urban's tenure with our team, I am bitterly disappointed to arrive at the conclusion that an immediate change is needed.
1: Ooh. That's crazy. Yeah. The four games left and they fire him, dude. We need immediate yep. change. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Crazy. That's bad, like we've man. seen
2: like first year coaches, right? Like it's very rare that a first year coach like this gets canned, yeah. like before the season's uh, over. Like it's could is this the first time ever?
1: No. Nah, I'm definitely not the first time, but it's definitely up there, dude. It doesn't happen very often. It's gotta often. be
2: fucking close, dude. Like, I can't think because I know like the Raiders fired Mike Shanahan like four games into the year. I think that might be the record.
1: Probably that was his first year. I know the Cardinals fired Steve Wilkes after a his first season but they at least gave him the entire season yeah
2: yeah there's a lot of that you know what i mean like one season one and done type deal but fuck you get fired from a team knowing it's a rebuild dude like how bad is that
0: yeah <laughs> yep. you know what i mean like, I mean, well, when dude, you have the number one overall pick and there's so much uh luster problem. behind him to yeah. you know to not yeah. handle that well is it's a big problem yeah big problem All right. Well, that just broke. So uh, that was uh, something we definitely had to talk about. But uh, that was awesome, dude. That's the uh, first
1: time we've ever had breaking news
0: on the fucking show. Yep. (laughs) Right as it happened. Um, All right. So before we get into uh, football, we got to say that we are sponsored by Tavour tonight. Make sure to go to Tavour.com, download the Tavour app and use promo code TAPROOM when signing up to get $10 off your first purchase of $25 or more. Jordan, I see you got a beer over there. I think you're the only yes. one drinking beer tonight. What do you got?
1: Oh, man, just my usual. Uh, this is a Gypsy Fade IPA, my go-to. Nice. It's coming not my Tania. favorite beer.
0: Coming from Tanaya, Eddie, what are you drinking yep. tonight?
2: Uh, coming from the fucking heart of Coca-Cola. It's uh, Coke Zero. Nice. There we go. i fucking lame.
0: <laughs> I didn't have uh, any beer cold tonight. I was slacking, so I'm going with Old Forester Statesman. It's a 95-proof uh, bourbon. Good, nice. good stuff. It's a... Just uh, counting the bourbon. It's banana-y. Very banana-y today.
1: Um, all right,
0: so we are... Uh, we're going to look back, uh, take a quick look back at what happened last week. Uh, both Eddie and I went 9-5. and five. Jordan was 7-7, seven and seven, but everybody moved up on the percentage scale. Uh, I am still coming in third place with my over-unders at 47%. We've got Jordan at 48%. And Eddie, so damn close to 50%. It's how that is, one tie. It's that one push. 89, 89, and
1: 1,
2: not 50%? Because,
1: because it's of the 89 one divided by uh, uh, 178. Yeah. Yep. Right. So uh,
0: you okay. are coming in at .497, the closest to 50 you can get. We round up the with too. that push. We'll give you 50%. So <laughs> but uh, we've got a hard, hard week of, uh, of lines tough. here. It's uh, there's a lot of big lines, there's a lot of close ones. So it's gonna be uh, kind of the two extremes this week. But before we get into that, we are gonna t- be talking about uh, the big elephant in the room, and that is COVID. Just this week, we've had reported of a hundred new positive tests since Monday, and we are only at the end of Wednesday. So averaging about 33 positive tests a week, I'm sorry, a day, day. excuse me. <laughs> and, uh, you know, we're, we're hearing that about two thirds of these are uh, asymptomatic cases, we're hearing about two thirds of these 100 are the new Omicron variant. So I mean, there seems with seven or eight eight players on the COVID lists, but nothing is really being done. We've got the commissioner talking about going to daily testing, but uh, we've got a lot of teams that are up in arms about that. Um, Daily testing didn't necessarily work well last year, but um, I mean, what do you guys think this does to, you know, the players, the, you know, the games themselves? I mean, we're in a, we're in a big spot in, you know, week 15 here. Well, it's yeah.
1: it, it's interesting because of the unvaccinated I mean not unvaccinated, I'm sorry, the asymptomatic vaccinated players. And like we would have never known about these positive tests if they didn't get tested yeah. the day after the game. That's the mm-hmm. that's the crazy thing to me is like these players were probably all they probably all had it while they played that game the day before and then they tested Very positive well the next up. day. And I think yeah. that's a huge reason why we're seeing an uptick here, but the thing is, is that they are vaccinated, so you know, very less likely to be ho- hospitalized, obviously, and they're asymptomatic too. So, they're not going to cancel the games because right now they're talking about changing the rule from two negative PCR tests in a 20 hour, 24 hour period to one negative PCR test if you're vaccinated and asymptomatic. So they're actually trying to push for these guys to get on the field faster because of their condition. Um, So that's, that's interesting. I mean, from a betting perspective, that's the craziest thing is because I mean, who knows, dude, like with the way things are spreading right now, like we could handicap these lines today and then tomorrow there could be even more people out in the day after, you know what I mean? And that's, that's the hardest part for me, which is why I think this week is so tough is because we almost have to like game plan, for line swings,
0: dude.
2: Yeah, yeah. It's kind of, that's almost practically impossible too. You know what I mean? Like it's tough, um, dude. It's definitely it's definitely a week that you're gonna want to be making your bets on like Sunday, um, even like right before the game if you can, just because like you know they could be announced at like eight a.m. on Sunday morning that like four or five players nope. are out right. Yep. Which is tough. But, just t- but like, the funny thing is, is that everyone's kind of like surprised at how this is happening, but doesn't everyone remember that this is still a pandemic like last year, this was the same worry that everybody had is that when it gets cold, the virus is going to be able to spread quicker, which is exactly what's happening again this year. It's the same thing that happened last year. Now in this like right now, it's like a hundred players are are, um, getting tested positive, but at the same time, like if you're vaccinated, you're able to do more things, right? Like you're able to go out where last year they weren't able to go out. It was game hotel airport, home practice from your home because you can it's a zoom calls right like there's no like practice so like if you're able to go out and do stuff if you're able to go out to a restaurant like you're just it's just more susceptible and now it's cold and that's a virus spreader so yeah it's going to happen now it like, what can the nfl do i guess is like the question we're asking right and i don't think they can really do anything you can't tell they're not going to shut go it down yeah, you know, like they, they already yeah. said before the year that they're not canceling games. They're not going to play a Wednesday day game like they did last year with the. Uh,
0: well, they that? said the they Reds were going to reschedule Steelers. if they they could, but if they can't reschedule, then they'll cancel games. So we yeah. could see some some of these games flex to Monday. We very well could.
1: Hey, the yeah, craziest and thing too is that Kevin Stefanski, the head coach of the Browns. This motherfucker has tested positive for COVID now twice, and he's that's triple insane. vaccinated, dude.
2: Right. That's just the unluckiest dude of all time dude,
0: dude. ever, bro. Like, what? going like, this is, is going rough, on? dude.
2: Like, what's, st- I mean, we'll get to the, the Browns a little bit later, but it's just a bummer that Baker's vaccinated
1: because now he's not playing. I mean, that's a yeah. good thing if you're a Browns fan.
2: That's
0: what I mean. So, do you think, do you guys think any of the, uh, the games get flexed this week? Do you think, no. um, you know, they're playing, we're have, them, dude. You know, unless yeah, unless a team gets hit with like dude. 30
1: or something and they can't like suit up enough guys, then no. I think we'll see uh we'll see a postponement or a push it back a couple of days, but yeah. nah.
2: Because they correct me if I'm wrong, didn't they expand the practice squads this year for like this type of situation? Didn't they allow for more players on so. the practice squad? Yeah. 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 So I mean at the end of the day, if it's week fifteen, you know what I mean. Like, there's not much room in the schedule to be flexing. Like, if this happened, like week three, week four, then yeah, I could see them moving it to, like a Monday or whatever, right? Just moving up some bye weeks or whatever. Like, not like crazy schedule changes like they did last year, but like moving it around. But week fifteen, yeah, I feel like it's kind of like an injury, right? You kind of ride with what you got. Yeah, it's tough.
0: It's definitely it tough. Is. All right, over it's under stinks. of uh, where you think we're gonna be at the end of the week. We're at a hundred now. We'll give it a, at... 175 175 i'll take the under what are you taking
1: i'll take the under, under? it's 175 okay yeah. jordan under 175 positive
0: tests yeah, yeah by
1: sunday oh what are we at right now 100 through wednesday oh i mean i'll take the under i'll take the under okay. that's a lot dude I think they'll sweep someone under the rug, too, if they have to. (laughs) Yeah,
0: it's it's probably true. It is the NFL, dude. Yeah, wouldn't surprise me there. Right. All right. So we got this big elephant in the room, but we got a lot of games this week. We don't have anybody on a bye, so we are going to move into – let's see, we'll do the Thursday and then the two Saturday games, and then we'll take a quick break. We'll hear from uh, one of the podcasts – and uh and then come back for the rest of the not so prime times. So let's start with Thursdays. We've got the Chiefs going into LA to play the Chargers. Right now, Chiefs are three-point favors over under is sitting at 52. It's a high one this week. 52. Five points, dude. Yeah, this is a
1: this is an interesting, interesting game because the Chiefs are missing their best pass rusher, Chris Jones. And the Chargers are now missing their best left tackle, Rashawn Slater. Yep. So, and also the Chargers are also missing Keenan Allen. Right, he's out this week.
2: Yeah. Or I, no, he's back.
1: Pretty sure. Is he back?
2: I thought he was going to be because he tested positive. What? Actually, he tested like Monday
1: or Tuesday, right? And so he was unvaccinated.
2: Oh, then he's out. Because it doesn't have to be like two weeks or... I thought it was 10 days. I think it is 10 days. I don't remember the exact...
0: Austin Neckler, questionable. I don't see Keenan Allen on the list. Yeah, he might
1: be be back. But losing Rashawn Slater is a blow, dude. That's their best left tackle. He's their highest graded... Left tackle PFF. Um, and this is a Chiefs team, dude. That honestly, they're playing very well defensively right now, like they're one of the top defenses in the league, which I never thought I would ever say at any point. But that's they've how got some playing.
0: defensive issues, though. They've got uh Chris Jones out, they've got Will yeah, D. losing Gay Chris out. Jones is
1: huge. Yeah, that is huge.
0: Um, they've got uh, on the, at the Sneed same is going to be out again
1: at the same point, Ben. The Chargers are now missing their left tackle, and look who's gonna back him up. This kid Pick, Pipkins, PFF grade forty-two, dude. That's like way below yeah. average. Like that's gonna hurt them. And we don't know how we don't know how healthy Austin Eckler is, dude. Austin Eckler had that ankle injury sure. on Sunday. They pulled him out. He didn't play yep. the second half. So we don't even know how he's gonna play. And the right. Chargers still can't stop the run. Yeah. So, I, I mean, this is a tough game, dude. This is a very tough one, dude. But, man, I don't even know where to go here. Eddie, what do you think? <laughs> I think
2: the fucking Chargers
1: are going to get dog walked is what I think. I still –
2: I'm not sold on the Chargers, dude. That's the, uh, the issue that I have, um, uh, especially with all the injuries that you mentioned with uh, Eckler possibly not playing – uh, Keenan Allen I mean they really didn't need him last week right um, so I'm not too worried about that but like they had a, a great game last week right and that's like a why this line I think is as close as it is but I mean it was the Giants so like what can we really take from it you know Um well Giants are a good defense though so. Giants are a good defense but at the same time like it's still the giants and they didn't have a quarterback right so they the defense had no shot they're going to be on the field all game basically um and i just think the chiefs are like in that in that stretch run dude they're playing their best football of the year the defense is is playing better yeah they have a lot of injuries but
1: i mean this is also going to be a home that, game for the chiefs
2: well yeah anytime the fucking chargers yeah. play at home it's a home team for the other team <laughs> you know um i don't really like the i dude i'm just not a huge fan of, and I think the actually what I should say is that the Chiefs are going to outcoach the Chargers. That's what's going to happen, hundred percent. Yeah. Andy Reid seems like he's just clicking on all cylinders right now. Every button he pushes is working. And if it's a division game, I saw a stat where Andy Reid is like thirty nine and thirteen against the AFC West since becoming the Chiefs head coach, and that's just going to continue, dude. Yeah.
1: I also Andy think Chiefs they have right that up. that mo- that uh motivation factor that you know the Chargers beat them earlier this season, so. And, and basically, winner this game is the leader in the AFC West down the home stretch. Right.
0: Yeah, no, uh, Jordan, you mentioned the uh, you know the game that they played last time. That was the game that Mahomes had four turnovers, and and you know the Chargers won on a last second drive. So I don't think we're gonna see Mahomes give up turn the ball, the ball like over four did. times. Yeah, and you know we haven't seen. Uh, I mean. Herbert's been all right in the clutch, but he's he's definitely had his questionable moments. So I think the only uh, thing
1: that does the the only thing that does concern me a little bit is if you take away the Raiders games, the Chargers haven't been like world beaters. You know what I mean? Yeah, they've been not
2: scoring a ton.
1: Yeah, they've been good, but they haven't been great. If you take those two games out, but the one thing is, is that, that defense has been so good, and. That's something that we were clamoring for all beginning of the season because the Chiefs' offense was, even though they had those turnovers, they were still top three DVOA offense like through the first 10 weeks. They just couldn't get their own head out of their own ass. And now their defense is playing well, and they don't even need their offense to play as great as we know they can play. Another Mm -hmm. interesting thing here, too, is um, the year they won the Super Bowl, if you remember, uh, Mahomes got hurt for a couple weeks, comes back, and that offense really wasn't good until the playoffs that year. He only threw 26 touchdowns that season. Yeah. and missed, He missed yeah. two games but only threw 26 touchdowns. That was half of what he threw the year before that when he threw for 50 and won the MVP. So I think we put a lot of weight into Mahomes playing bad this season, but we've seen him play bad, and the Chiefs still win ball games. And now here they are. He's not necessarily playing like the MVP Mahomes. We know he can play, but they're winning ball games. So do yeah. we trust that defense to continue playing like this? And do we trust that run game? I think that's another thing, Eddie, that they've been doing is running the football.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they hadn't, they didn't really get clients edwards to layer going. And I mean, he was hurt for a little bit. Right. So they had some other running backs in there. The other thing they're doing too, which is phenomenal is they're throwing it to their backs out of the backfield. um, mm. almost using them as like extended sweeps, which yeah. is a beautiful plays. You know what I'm saying? Um, and they, they just been getting more creative. Like this is like what you expect from an Andy Reid type offense is what yep. they're doing now. It's not, they're not, they're no more relying on like, Hey, Tyreek Hill run 30 yards downfield. I'm just going to throw it up to you. Um they're actually starting to run plays, which is something I'm sure we've all been like ha- hammering them for. Uh, you know, figure out like run a, a set offense. Uh Kelsey needs to learn how to fucking catch the ball. I really he had like ten drops this year or something like that. Like, there's a lot of drops, and like a and lot of, a lot of them have right led to
1: interceptions. Yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah, like you look yeah. at Mahomes, like interception totals. It ain't his fault, dude. Like the Chiefs, I mean, I don't know if they lead the league in drops, but they have to be right up there, dude. You know what I mean? Like. Yeah. Um, and the issue with that too is like they're also fast right so they're looking to run before they catch the ball type thing so i mean shit's yep. just gonna happen but at the same time like if they don't have those they don't have those fluke turnovers that they're having earlier they're still the chiefs right Yeah. i just don't think the chargers have much much shot i think something the chargers are a year or two away and this will probably be one of those games that proves it maybe i'm wrong but
1: agree dude yeah. i 100 percent agree with that i do think that they are a couple of years away, even if they were to make the playoffs this year, they're like a one and done team to me. Like, I don't think they're yeah. necessarily built to win playoff games yet. I
0: agree. Yeah. All right. So I lied. We're only going to go over one of the, uh, the Saturday games because we've moved the, the other one to our game of the week. So we are going to start with the Raiders going into Cleveland to play the Browns uh, line switched here. Raiders are now favors at, uh, you know, minus one and a half. Over/under is sitting at thirty-eight point five, so Vegas really telling us this is a close game. Eddie, it's not going to be that. We're starting to be close, this. dude.
2: Yeah, it's not going to be that fucking close. It's supposed to fucking be a blizzard, basically, right after the fucking first quarter. Like, are you serious? It's going to snow. Yeah. Oh, nice, two, dude. Two two fifteen in Cleveland. It's supposed to be a fucking blizzard, right? So, and winds up to like fifteen to twenty miles an hour. So the question oh, you have yeah. to, to fucking decide is who can run the ball right and can stop the run browns can run the ball fucking raiders can't stop the run yeah so i don't you know it doesn't matter if that might be why they're thinking of playing mariota from the report i read because he could just run it the whole time you know what i mean like it does actually make more sense now that i looked at the weather but you don't want him running
1: the whole time because he'll get hurt
2: he's a backup
1: who cares you know what I mean? Like, the dude Damn gets man, man. when like, he gets out of the shower, dude. Lamb, dude. Just throw
2: him yeah, out, dude. Man. Fuck him, dude. Like, I mean, Mariota played the one. He had the first snap of the year, right? And he ran it for like thirty something yards and fucking pulled a quad, dude. Like, yeah. that's the problem with Mariota. Um, so, do I think the? I mean, last time, like last year, the Raiders played in a very similar type game in Cleveland and they won, right? Kind of a different Raiders team now. Like, that is a coach who could make a game plan. We don't have a coach that can make a game plan. And <laughs> we, our defense is keen on fucking pass rush. And there's, especially with Baker out, there, they're not going to run the ball. Like, look at what right. Chase Keenum did when he came in, right? They ran it how many times against the uh, Broncos? That was that Dearness Johnson, 170 yards rushing game or whatever. Yeah. So they'll just do the same. You know what I mean? Like, the Raiders can't stop the run. So that 38 and a half for the over unders pretty, I think it's pretty good, dude. Like, I think we'll probably see an under. It'll probably be like a 16-13 game, you know, 16-10. Like, there won't be many field goals kicked, dude. You gonna see field goals going from, like, one side of your screen to the other, even on a 70-inch TV. Yeah.
1: I think you make okay. a great point uh, in the fact that, like, Cleveland has been here and done this, dude. Like, this isn't their first rodeo missing a ton of players at all. And they're going to be missing their head coach, too. Kevin Stefanski is not going to be coaching from the sidelines unless he somehow tests negative for, you know, two days. Um, but seeing that it's played on Saturday, I don't see that happening. So, yeah. but I, I kind of agree with Eddie's take on this. And uh, unfortunately, and I, I know he's trying to reverse jinx the fucking Raiders here. but No, no it's not reverse jinx
2: this stink, dude. <laughs>
1: But I, I agree, dude. I kind of I kind of like the Browns here. I think it's gonna be a low-scoring game for sure. Um, but yeah, man, I I mean you hit the nail on the head, dude. The Browns are the better running game, Nick Chubb and Dearness Johnson. And this time, Nick Chubb's gonna be healthy and they didn't have him the last time. They yeah. didn't have Baker Mayfield, so that's a huge get. And the oh, Browns yeah. are a good defensive team, too. And I think their defense is kind of underrated. In a, in a sense, so I'm with you, dude. A lot of players oh, 15 out, DVOA, 11th rushing. Got yeah, a lot but, of
0: players out. John Johnson, their safety. But the Troy weather's Hill, the gonna quarterback, quarterback, help, them, dude. McDowell, defensive tackle. The weather's gonna help them, him though. Bogu. Yeah. Kareem and honestly, their won't be their
1: backups are equal to the Raiders starters. Wow. I mean, dude, the Raiders' wow. defense is. Has- Dude, the Raiders defense after week five, they were like ninth DVOA and now they're fucking 25th, dude. They've literally yeah. just yeah, been yeah. regressing like the whole time, dude. Fast, dude, every week since then. And really, yeah, it's, when it. when Henry Ruggs killed somebody, that's when this team is just taking a shit, dude, since that bye week. Yeah, it's you just can't replace that. Totally dude. reversed. You know what I mean?
2: Yeah, yeah, it's like, it's more than just the player, too, right? It's just like the whole. Like the it, was was very, it, like, it was everything it was tough to yeah, overcome like,
1: everything that's happened yeah, to them
2: yeah it's rough dude like it's just that's just the later way dude like someone that's good going good something has to happen you know what i mean yep. it's just the way it is man
1: one in five since their bi-week one in five nope. yeah
0: and they but they beat dallas which was kind of crazy it's like
2: the fucking one gimme you know what i'm saying like they did it last year against the Jets. They, like, fucking beat the Jets. Right? Jets stink, but they had, like, that miracle Henry Ruggs play. I was like, oh, here's one. You know what I mean? The rest of the time, you're going to yeah. fucking stink. But here's one to make you happy. There we go.
1: There we go.
0: All right, we're going to take a quick break. We will hear from one of our uh, Taproom Sports podcasts, and uh, we'll be back. Well, are
1: we all on the Browns here? Yeah.
0: Yep. Do you like sports? Yeah. Do you like beer? Yeah.
1: Well, the perfect podcast exists for you. Tune in every Monday as I,
0: Jordan, stacks on stacks on stacks, lats. And me, Big Ball and Ben Larson, as we recap the weekend sports, preview upcoming games, and review quality craft brews on the Taproom Sports Podcast.
1: Available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you get your podcast fix. Visit taproomsportspodcast.com for more info.
0: back make sure to check out the Tap Room sports podcast coming out every monday for that monday morning commute it's time to get into the not so primetime games the really not so primetime games uh odd to have those saturdays games back but we're going to start with a quick one here we're going to run through this one because let's be real these two teams suck so we got the texans and the jags uh jags at this point are three and a half point favors i don't know how uh how things are going to flip now that uh, you know we've got Urban Meyer out, it uh, could go way to the Jags, could go uh, you know over to the Texans here. Um, so where do you guys think this is uh, this is headed?
1: Jags. Our Jags best bet. It's yeah, happening. They're going to dominate. down. This game. I'm seeing some line movement already, dude. Some books have already moved it to Jacksonville minus
0: four. Wow everybody's yeah, I'm Jags, that train huh oh yeah yeah well,
1: texas so let me see what circa has it already right now they got it at uh still three and a half okay so get I'm those bets quick Agreed. um
0: yeah definitely get those bets in quick before they move too further too much further down the line here um, so Jags three and a half, man, all in the same game so far. This is uh may not be good.
2: We might be may- going all in the next one too.
0: Yeah. Um, all right. Let's move on to uh, one that we're going to talk about. We've got the Washington football team heading into Philadelphia to play the Eagles right now. Eagles are seven point favors over under is sitting at 44 and a half.
2: Who's What's the weather going to be like? <laughs> have, there's a lot of questions. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. We need to. <laughs> Yeah, who's starting at quarterback for the Panthers? There's no way they start Cam I mean, They can't. No, no, They've we're talking about the both... Eagles and
2: football team, aren't we? Oh, we're doing yeah, the, the Eagles? Eagles
1: and football team. Yeah. Oh yeah. Eagles shit! And football shit. Team. All right. Yeah. So okay, so...
0: both both Hertz and Minshew have been taking equal amount of reps at practice this week. Oof,
1: man, because so I'm hard not taking to tell which one. I'm not taking Eagles minus seven unless Minshew's playing. Period.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I would agree there, dude. I think even though the football team kind of, like, had a blow up last week, right? Like, the defense is still playing good. Uh, They were still in the game, too. Yeah, it was a seven-point game, but um, McLaurin hasn't been cleared yet, Um, and uh, Kyle Fuller isn't uh, playing because of COVID, and Allen's not playing because of COVID for the football team. Those are huge. Um, The Eagles, the thing is, though, like, the Eagles aren't like they want to run the ball, right? But they're not. They're still not a a very good running team. Yeah, um, Miles Sanders
0: is roughly hurt. Um, mm-hmm. uh, who's their other starter? That uh, um, Miles Sanders is out. Right. Squad. Well, he's oh, as questionable. Questionable. limited. Participating. Yeah.
2: yeah if he's Just Jordan Howard.
0: He's Jordan Howard is
2: questionable. Yeah. Well, that's Sanders a- is practicing. He's playing.
1: The the Eagles have been good rushing the ball. I mean, their third DVOA rushing when they're fully healthy, and but a big part of that is because Jalen hurts, dude, because he can't throw. Right. Yeah. So oh, yeah, he, he he has to run the ball. Who is Washington played? That's a uh, has mobile quarterbacks. Mobile.
2: They well, they beat Seattle. They beat Carolina.
1: Beat Carolina would be considered Cam. mobile.
2: Yeah. I mean, they lost to
1: the Chiefs, but who didn't? They lost to the Saints. That was Twitter. before they played that
0: mobile quarterback. Yeah, it's almost oh, like I mean, you they... have
2: to look at the football team as like two different seasons, right? You can't really go off of weeks one to eight. You kind of have to go off of just like 10 to 14 just recently, right? Because the defense has been stepping up huge. Um, I mean, the defense kept them in the game last week, too, in all fairness. So. I still like the football team defense, and I think I'm going to ride with the football team this week, to
1: be honest. Damn. They just have so many injuries, dude. Terry McLaurin, questionable. Curtis Samuel, questionable. J.D. McKissick, questionable. Dude, it's brutal for them, Eddie. Mm.
2: It is, but that's seven points you're giving up, dude, to, you know, with a defense that – hasn't it's been holding teams fairly low and on top of that they still got antonio gibson he's still going to be playing um signing heineke's playing right
1: is that yeah he's in he's not even on the injury report.
2: yeah yeah so um yeah i still think the football team's defense is going to hold their own dude like I, I don't know if they necessarily win but i don't think they lose by more than seven
1: yeah and no, i agree with that if it's seven if if uh minshu plays i would take philadelphia minus seven Minshew doesn't play, give me Washington. Plus, Washington's defense, since they've moved Landon Collins to linebacker instead of safety, they've been much, much improved on defense. I think that's really the biggest change we've seen in defense for them.
0: Yep. I'm going to go with the Washington football team here because even if Hertz does come back in, which I'm I'm guessing that they'd play Hertz over – Minshew if they're still at 50 50 but I mean Hertz isn't going to be as mobile as he normally is because he's dealing with an ankle injury so I don't see him taking hard plants taking uh you know some some you know strong runs because he just doesn't isn't going to be at that level so I I think uh I think we're all on Washington football team here Christ yeah, and we're going to go to one. I think we're – well, I don't know about this one. Uh, we got the uh, Buffalo Bills hosting the Panthers. Uh, Bills are 10.5-point favors here. Over-under is sitting at 43.5. So who's starting for Carolina, dude?
2: It doesn't fucking matter. <laughs> uh, I, I'm, I'm assuming Newton's going to
1: start, right? Like yeah, The one thing is, though, is Carolina plays good against good teams. Like, they beat Arizona in Arizona. They fucking dog-walked them. Obviously, Kyler wasn't playing in that game, but still, they won. Um, Who else did they beat?
2: Uh, That's really the only team. (laughs) And it wasn't even, like, Carol. And it wasn't even full-strength Arizona, right? So, um like this, the feathers team just—it's not a good team, dude. Like, um, I think they're good defensively.
1: Fine, it's just their yeah. offense is just so bad. But again, dude. dude,
2: when your offense is and your offense is three and out every drive, dude, and you have like twenty minutes of offense and forty minutes on defense, you're just gonna get burnt out. Yeah. And
1: well, this is the one build- thing though with Carolina though, Eddie too, is that they're not—they're dog shit stopping the run. Twenty-first against the run, but they're one of the best pass. Yeah, they're one of the best against the past. And Buffalo doesn't like to run the ball. Plus, Josh Allen, he's banged up, too. He had that ankle sprain. He's even questionable yeah. coming into this game. Obviously, he's going to play because if they don't play him, they're fucked. Right, right, right. Actually, Mitch Trubisky might actually come in and fucking be better yeah. than Josh Allen right now. Trubisky, <laughs> like,
2: didn't he play earlier this year and like did well, I thought? He yeah, in, in like a, a game stint? though. Yeah. Oh, that was like
1: a blowout though. Never mind. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, dude. I can't lay 10 and a half though with Buffalo. I can. What's the weather? Uh, probably fucking weather. Uh, uh, light Yeah,
2: light snow is what it says. Bro, I mean, Actually, I can throw it in the snow,
1: dude. <laughs> you know, this game sucks.
2: Well, it's plus yeah. Carolina coming from all the heat, and you know Florida going to go play in the snow. Like, good night
1: Like, and I'm Carolina's taking not hot in the winter, dude. It snows in Carolina in the winter.
2: Nope, I'm taking the Bills, dude. Carolina stinks so bad. Yeah, They're so bad.
0: I'm kind of with yeah. you on that. Their losses have been big losses here. I mean, yeah. last uh, last five games. Okay, they got the Arizona win, but that was a fluke. Um, they lost twenty four to six against New England. Twenty uh, seven. They're gonna get up. They're gonna get up for closest, this game though,
1: because but... they got a great head coach in Matt Rule. This is a game they're gonna get up for. This is gonna be their Super Bowl. They're like, yo, we need to win this game. Who do the Bills play next week? Bills play Patriots. Uh, Patriots. <laughs> yeah, give me Carolina plus 10 and a half show. Sure. <laughs> they're going to the Bills. Bills will better, win, but player. they ain't going to win by 10 and a half. They ain't going to win by 11, dog.
2: Yeah, they're going to win by fucking 30.
0: Yeah. I'm with All yeah, right, man. we'll see. All right, let's let's talk about this next one. We've got uh, the Tennessee Titans. Going into Pittsburgh to play the Steelers. Steelers are home dogs. Two-point home dogs here. Um, Over-under sitting at 42. Can the Titans get this W? Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Is that... Are the Steelers home dogs? The
1: Steelers? Yeah, they're, I think right, they're getting
0: uh, two. We usually write the favors on our outline and...
2: Yeah, 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 so Steelers, Steelers are plus two. Okay, Steelers yeah, plus are two, are two at home. Yeah, so the Titans are a plus
0: are point
1: two. win. Okay. Um, Edward, what do you think? You're a big Steelers fan, so.
2: Oh, I just think the fucking Titans still stink, dude. No, nothing has proven to me that they're fucking any good. Ooh, the, the Titans or the Steelers? No, the Titans. Like without talking, with all the injuries, they have, like they've some had, of the
1: dude? best wins though. Yeah, but yeah, with, that was with, with Derek uh, Henry, Henry on there. Yeah, Henry, you
2: know what I mean. Like um, now they, I believe um, Julio Jones is back this week. I believe he was My back last was, week. He was back last week, and then it was yeah. back last week. Yeah, okay. And then what about AJ Brown?
0: I think he's back this week. He's, he's a limited participant for Pittsburgh. Add
2: so that. Yeah, see, that's where. That's what I on would AJ he's Brown's
1: like, still on, he's still on high hour, dude. Okay. Yeah. That doesn't really matter
2: that much. Um, the thing is with TJ Watt out, I think that's huge because his team's but Dupree's back TJ won. That's a huge lift. Is Joe Hayden playing? Because he's I have also uh, Bud Dupree on
1: I uh, Bud still. Dupree plays for the Titans, though.
0: Yeah. Oh, uh, for returning. Revenge, Revenge game for returning- dog yeah.
1: for Bud Dupree here. Yeah, I don't know, dude.
2: I don't know. I still think that the, um, to call the Titans secondary is still a little suspect. All the, again, played great last week. Um, but the Steelers receivers are quick, dude. You know what I mean? And I think that's going to be beneficial in the sense that the Titans don't have a lot of depth in their secondary. So they're going to be running around a lot, might be getting a little gassed. But at the same time, it's the fucking Steelers and they don't play until the second half. Um, I think this game fucking stinks, to be honest with you. What's the weather
1: uh, like in this joint?
2: 35 degrees, just cold. No other weather other than that. Mm. And if it's, if this game was like three, three and a half, I'd take the Steelers. But I think with it being two, I'm going to take the Titans. I think they can win by a field goal. I think that sounds reasonable.
1: Yeah. And Ryan Tannehill, dude. I mean, say what you want about the guy, dude. He's been pretty impressive to me, dude. He's been playing with like makeshift wide receivers, like off the practice squad every week. And he still doesn't look terrible. I mean, he's looked like above average. Um, I do think that not having Derrick Henry does hurt, but at the same time, the Pittsburgh defense, this isn't the Pittsburgh defense defense that we're used to, dude. They're definitely very susceptible in the back end. I mean, they let oh, yeah. the Vikings fucking do whatever they wanted to them. Couldn't stop them. But I do think that there's a motivation factor with Pittsburgh here you know they they came back and should have maybe won that game if Chase Claypool wasn't such a fucking boneheaded dipshit
0: I like the Steelers <laughs> here, dude I like the Steelers money line actually I like the Steelers here as well just because I think I think they're they're going out there to win it for Ben um and get him to I mean even just the possibility of a playoff I mean nobody's really I mean there's only a few people out but Maybe a wild card position there. I don't yeah, think, I but no, but it. I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I it could know, still dude. happen. I mean, they're it's still Steelers. in division
1: race, dude. They're not even yeah, out of yeah, their yeah. division race, especially with yeah. Cleveland not having all their guys this week. And I mean, the Ravens just don't look like the same team. Yeah,
2: well, right, yep. yeah the Ravens have a shit ton of Andrews. I just think the like the Titans should win this game. You know what I mean? Now, it's in Pittsburgh, though, so that's, like, a whole different – you know, that's a different animal, too, because Pittsburgh is a tough place to play. But, I mean, I just – yeah, after, like, like the last week's debacle in Pittsburgh at the first half and all that and just, like, fucking players calling each other out and shit, I think it's kind of a mess over there, dude. Um, so, I'm going to take the Titans, but, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if the Steelers won either. Yeah.
0: All right, let's quick hit this next one. We've got the Cardinals heading into Detroit to play Lions. Pretty big spread here, 13 points. DeAndre Hopkins is now out for the season. Over-under is sitting at 47 and a half. Jordan, quick hit on this one. I mean,
1: the Lions are basically checked out, dude. They're
0: fucking dog
1: shit. They're ready for the fucking offseason. Those players are ready to hit Cancun. Uh, No Hopkins, but I still like the Cardinals laying the 13 here. They're just a much better team. Um, Honestly, they just couldn't capitalize on their chances on Monday night, but they were still within that game, even turning the ball over like they did in the red zone. So give me the Cardinals here, minus 13.
2: Yeah, Cardinals are going to win by 13. They're on the road. They're not playing at home, so they're going to win. Yeah, (laughs) that's true, too. (laughs)
0: <laughs> there we go there we go all right all on cardinals here this is not good not there's a good lot of alls, way. dude we're yeah. really gonna
2: shit the bed or we're gonna
0: fucking <laughs> dominate dude um all right let's uh let's move to another uh quick hit just because we've got a lot this week uh since we had that first uh you know first segment well we had two first segments here uh today we've got the jets Man, a lot of bad games this week. Jets going into Miami to play the Dolphins. Dolphins are eight and a half point favors at home. Jets don't have a QB. Uh, actually, I guess Wilson's back. But uh, over under sitting at 41 and a half.
2: Uh, yeah, we're going to take the Dolphins dude. <laughs> I guess there's not really much else to talk about. <laughs> the Jets fucking are terrible. You know what I mean? Yeah, but I can't lay eight and Hill. a half, dog, yeah. with the Jet, I with can, the Dolphins. Dude. I
1: can. I can.
2: Dolphins have defense, been playing well recently. Dude, that defense is playing so fucking good right now. Yeah. I could, I was surprised they had at least one defensive touchdown.
1: Is this uh, in Miami? Oh, it is. In yeah. Miami. Give me the Dolphins. Give me the yeah. Dolphins. dolphins All right, a
0: let's
2: give me Dolphins.
0: Dolphins in that five game streak. Let's move to one that could have been good, but uh, probably isn't going to be good. Um, Low line for for my uh, opinion here. You got the Packers heading into Baltimore to play the Ravens. Uh, Lamar is day-to-day, but the Packers are five-and-a-half-point favors. I guess, you know, neutral playing field, they're saying eight-and-a-half points. But right now, five-and-a-half-point favors over under a a 43-and-a-half. Yeah, I mean, I I do. Go ahead, Eddie, go ahead.
2: I was just going to say, I need fucking Bateman for my fantasy team, so I hope Lamar doesn't play. (laughs) <laughs> Cause I need someone who can fucking throw him the ball, dude. Oh god, you know I mean, who's like, their backup? Uh, Head Headley, Hed- What's his name? Huntley.
1: Tyler Huntley. Yeah,
2: it's just coincidence Utah that Bat- Bateman has his fucking gr- best day as a pro when fucking Lamar's out of the game. Coincidence? I think not, dude.
1: Yeah, I mean, well, Green Bay is the best team in my opinion until they have to play in the NFC Championship, and then they'll probably lose. Because uh, they just lose in the NFC Championship. It's what they do. But as of now, they are. I mean, this is a team that has been riddled with controversy to start the year, right? Uh, overcome it. Then they have all these COVID issues, overcome it. Injury issues, overcome it. Like they've overcome everything, dude. At mm-hmm. what point does it stop, dude? You know what I mean? John Harbaugh is a great coach. Matt Lafleur, great coach. Uh, I mean, I think these are two full strength. I think these are this will be a better game. But even if we get Lamar back, like, are we getting him at full strength? Because if he can't run, you know, that's he's basically
0: half half of what he does,
1: dude.
2: Yeah, two thirds of his game. Yeah, like ninety five percent of his game.
1: (laughs) Yeah, no, it definitely takes away because if you make him just a pocket passer, he's not going to be able to do it. So, I mean, I don't see why we're not taking Green Bay here. Like, Green Bay is by far the best team. Like, I, I think I laid it all out. They overcome everything, dude. Five and a half points, I think, is a lot on the road, too. I don't love the five and a half, but I lean the five and a half.
0: I'm taking the five and a half all day, every day. You've got similar, uh, similar weather in both places. It's... You know, you've. I mean, I don't think that's going to play too much into an effect. And I mean, the Packers just—they have so many offensive firepowers. And without with Huntley back there, I don't think you have uh you know, too much to worry about with Lamar back there, at fifty percent. I don't think you have too much to worry about.
2: Right, and like, who's going to cover Devonte Adams, dude? like
0: yeah seriously
1: no fucking the entire secondary, sec- dude.
2: yeah the entire secondary for baltimore is backups they don't have yeah. one starter out there you know what i mean like i th- and then you're gonna just pound the pound it up the middle with dylan because the entire fucking defense like the ravens just have so many injuries it is kind of impressive that they're even eight and five right now um but, I mean, I just don't think – like, the Packers are an unstoppable force, dude, at this moment in time. 11-2 ATS as well. Like, I'm taking the fucking Packers, and I'm,
1: you're going to hear about it later, too. Because this, this feels yeah, – So, easy. I'm saying, like, dude, every week it's like they have all these dudes out, but they somehow, like, manage to, like, dominate the game, dude. It's yeah, like – Yeah, it's,
2: it's one – there's one reason. It's Aaron Rodgers, dude. It's like, even though he doesn't play, like, defensive side of the ball, but I think just feel like his presence – like, whenever you step on the field with a guy like that, it's like the same with Tom Brady and like all the greats, right? You just know that if you do your job, you're going to have a chance to win because of that guy, yeah. you know? So it doesn't matter who they throw out there. If you got Aaron Rodgers out there, like the team just has like a crazy amount of confidence and that defense is playing fucking great. Like we're still the like defense being, is playing
1: phenomenal. Yeah.
2: Being a fucking like wait, like a free like waiver wire pickup. I think like week two or three, dude, like he's been a mate, one of the best corners in football. So. I mean, that's yeah. off to the game. former Cardinal. He's playing great.
1: Like, yeah. great.
2: yeah, are we are right, we putting so, anything
1: into Aaron Rodgers' toe injury? Though he said after the game, his toe was still hella hurting.
2: And... Eh, they'll just shoot it up and numb it, dude. it will be fine. Yep, yeah.
0: he doesn't have to worry about his lung uh, being burst. So, yeah, it'll it'll I get shot shots well. from
2: the fucking Raiders, fucking training staff, dude. You'll be fine. Yeah, no, the Chargers.
0: Tyron yeah, Taylor's dude, uh, AFC you know. West, dude. Uh, yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, Jordan, Ravens, or Packers here? I'm not too sure where you're going on it. We're all on the Packers. Oh, Jesus. All right. Quick hit Cowboys, Giants. Cowboys are heading into New York to play the Giants. Cowboys are 10 and a half point favors here. I'm going Cowboys all day, every day. Yeah. Because that offense is just way too much, even with their running uh, situation. Being the way that it is right now.
2: Yeah, what's the Giants? I mean, is Daniel Jones playing?
0: I mean, I don't yes, think I that's to So, I mean,
1: the Giants' defense is good, and they're good at home. Are better at home. I'm gonna take the Giants. Give me the points. That's just too many points for a fucking division rivalry. The,
2: if if I know, Giants can't to score any points though. If Daniel, I mean fuck Kaderis tony's out too for fucking coven yeah i'm still gonna take the fucking cowboys dude yep too many too many people out for the giants plus they just But hey, the
1: the cowboys offense has not been that good lately dude
2: yeah Dak hasn't been playing well i agree dude like that fucking pick six he threw at the end of the game last week like that was brutal like he threw it right to the linebacker who didn't move like they snapped it he stood up <laughs> and then back through right to him like that was brutal to watch dude um but at the same time and tyron smith is
1: out so tyron smith out will not yeah. play give me the I just giants
0: have been letting up a lot of points i
2: just think the giants are just they're not i mean like, this is like the home stretch of the Cowboys. They got to play their best football. I think they'll be fine, dude. Ten and a half is a lot, but I see this being like a 14 point, 17-point victory, in my
0: opinion. Yep. All right. We've got we've got two more that we're going to talk about. One more quick hit. So let's move into the Bengals going into Colorado to play the Broncos. Uh, Broncos are two and a half point favors at home which kind of surprises me here. Bengals have been, uh, I mean, Jekyll and Hyde, but uh, Broncos have been pretty high. So Broncos playing well, dude.
1: They are playing well. I like the Broncos here, to be honest. Uh, they've been playing good, especially at home. They've been able to run the ball. Javon Williams has been able to move, to move it on the ground, and the Bengals have not been great defensively dude and trey hendrickson who is one of their best defensive linemen he's out i don't think he's going to be playing in this game here um yeah man i mean their defense dude against the chargers not good against the niners i mean jimmy g went six for six in overtime and fucking (laughs) scored a touchdown to win the game i mean i just can't trust them dude and And the Broncos, I think they found something, dude. And Eddie and I talked about this last week with Javon Williams. Like, he's, they found out that he's the better running back and that they need to give him the ball more and figure out how to get him the ball. Plus, Denver's got a lot of good, talented pieces. Jerry Judy, Cortland Sutton. I mean, a lot of talent on that Broncos offense. Give me the Broncos here at
0: home. Give them the ball.
2: It's true. Teddy's not the answer. Drew Lockett. He's not great, but he's not.
1: He's been good in these last couple yeah, weeks. Yeah, they've been...
2: Since they just been turning around and handed it off, dude. That's like Bridgewater's, like... Um, that's what he needs. You know what I'm saying? Like, when he went... When he was playing well in Minnesota, what was like the key piece there, right? They always had a good fucking running back. Mm-hmm. Um, then if you go over to the Saints, when he was winning with the Saints in those five games that he played, what they have, they had fucking Alvin Kamara and Mark Ingram. So had a great fucking running back, dude. That was also a good team in general. Um, and then in Carolina... You know, they played well until fucking McCaffrey went down and then he just hit the bed. And Because when you have to put it all on Bridgewater, can't he can't do yeah, it. Yeah, he's not that guy. You man. know what I mean? He's not that guy. You're not that guy, pal. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. But the thing is with this game coming in is like what I, it's exciting to me is that you're going to see like the future of the NFL in like a primetime matchup in Sertain and Jamar Chase. And that's going to be fun to watch um, on the outside because those two are going to probably be battling all day. Um and the Bengals, like, even though they lost, like, that was a great uh, comeback that they had against the Niners, you know what I yep. mean? Like, they played they played better. Um, but Um, The Niners ended up prevailing at the end. But, I mean, they had a field goal right there at the end, you know, like, if they could have stopped them. But with Hendrickson being out, I do agree that's huge for um Cincinnati. And the Broncos can run the ball. Like, if you can't stop them running, you're not going to stop them. Um, it's tough to win I think that that's game, man. Yeah, you just and that's what I think they're gonna like heavily rely on. Cause you give it to Williams, he's just like an automatic four yards, it seems like dude. Like he breaks the most tackles in the league, most yards after contact, and he's only he hasn't even been getting like starting care starter carries, you know, until like last week and the week before. Um, you mentioned the Broncos talent on the offense. Like they have an immense amount of talent um offensively. They just don't haven't been able to get get it going in the right direction. So um yeah, I I do I do lean the Broncos here, dude. And I it's annoying to say, but um, I just like their ground game. I think that's going to be able to control the tempo of the, of the game for the most part.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna go opposite here. I'm gonna go Cincinnati. I think uh, their run defense, you know, with or without players, been without players all year, um, is gonna continue to be top notch. You know, letting in under 100 uh, 100 yards a game. Um, And you've got two running backs in um, Melvin Gordon and Williams who are, you know, questionable. They're dinged up a little bit. Um, So yeah, they're, they're probably going to play. They're limited participants in practice, Um, but you got one with a hip injury and um, the other with a knee. So, you know, they're not going to be a hundred percent and, you know, is it going to be good enough? I don't know. I don't know. Um, So I'm going to take the points here and go, uh, the past plus two and a half. This would be a good bet to like keep an eye on, like uh, if you do live betting,
2: you know. Yep. Yeah. Because if the Broncos go down early, you can just fucking hammer the Bengals. You know what I mean? And uh-huh. you'll probably make money there because they, they're the- not a comeback team, dude. They're not going to come back from a deficit.
1: Yeah, yep. they can't. They're not built for that shit. Nope, they're not. So
2: if the Bengals can score quick, look out. Yep.
1: The Broncos right, are still in playoff kick- uh, contention too. This, oh, is, yeah, a, this is a game with playoff. Con-
0: implications here yeah. Yep. got kansas city nine and four la eight and five denver seven and six so even in the wild card though
1: both these teams yep.
0: oh yeah all right let's move on to falcons going into santa clara uh to play the 49ers uh niners are nine and a half point <laughs> favors here um uh, is nine and a half too much no
1: no, yeah. The Niners don't like to win that's at home though. That's the only issue. That's true.
0: That is <laughs> but, very true, but it is
1: Atlanta. Yeah, it is Atlanta. I'm and I'm they're not I'm even taking the, the, the nine... ball
0: to Kyle Pitts.
1: I'm taking the nine and a half here. Uh, but that's an interesting point though, Ben, because Fred Warner is he playing? I don't think he is.
0: Fred Warner is questionable. He was a limited participant on Wednesday. No, he's... Mm. And he's Al me- is also, he didn't participate mm. in one day's practice, what
2: about, but uh, he is listed Elijah as Mitchell. What's Mitchell's status? Is he playing this week? I know he had a concussion,
0: but I don't see him on
1: two. the list.
2: Okay. So then he's playing. Then give me the fucking Niners. I don't
1: care. Like, it's just the ball for them. Just give me the Niners. Yeah, yeah. I
2: just think like my, my real question is how many sacks are going to happen on Matt Ryan, dude. Played. that offensive yeah. line for the falcons stinks and bosa i mean the Niners' defensive line looks phenomenal like they look maybe as good as they did two years ago right now so um i just don't think that falcons will be able to fucking get down the field very very quickly very much you know what i mean they may get like a touchdown here or there or whatever but um and plus the niners are figuring out the offense now like kittles had two of the best games by a tight end and back-to-back weeks uh um, yeah he's I the I, big
0: thing
2: the iu can they're figuring out how you and debo can both touch the ball in a game and it's perfectly fine um, like i think shanahan's just clicking on all cylinders right now plus it's a revenge game dude you know what i'm saying like you want uh, to you coach get, for the falcons fucking he now he he's to get
1: back at the falcons who fucking suck <laughs>
2: Dude, just saying,
1: fucking, I think the Niners win this game easily, dude. Yeah, no, they can be nine and a half for
0: show. All right, let's talk about Seattle heading into L.A. to play the Rams. Big division matchup here. Seattle is a four and a half point dog. L.A. is up by four and a half points here. Over under sitting at 45 and a half. I don't think four and a half is enough for being a home game. For the Rams. No, but the Rams
1: are – they're out, like, seven guys. Yeah, there's
2: so many people on COVID, dude.
1: Yeah, That's That's crazy. That's the thing. And the Seahawks are – honestly, they've been better on the road this year. I mean, give me the points here, dude, to be honest. Like, I just think that the Rams are dealing with a ton of fucking injuries, dude. Coming off a big fucking win. I just think this is a letdown spot, to be honest.
2: Plus it's a short week. They played on Monday night too. yeah um, and are they gonna fucking throw the ball at Metcalf, dude? Like this is kind of like annoying me now at this point. They are like,
1: coming off two wins though, and they're still in the playoff hunt. They're not eliminated at all. I which is
2: ridiculous, but um <laughs> but yeah like i i think on paper the rams are better i think the d lines better they're gonna get pressure you know they don't have any injuries in the d line uh area uh anybody out i should say but like are the seahawks gonna be able to run the ball probably not right Like they had a great game from penny last week but like there's a reason why he wasn't their starter and you know beforehand like there's there's just too many inconsistencies in that offensive line for Seattle. For me, there's a ton of fucking players missing, but they had some players missing last week against the Cardinals and came out and won Stafford and fucking cup is maybe the greatest connection I've ever, and I've seen in the last like five to 10 years, Like it's just insane how teams just leave cup wide open all the time. He just hits them. Um, I just think the Rams have enough firepower offensively to, to still win this game. So I'm still going to lean with the Rams here.
0: Yeah, i with you on
2: this one. Like, how is Cup always open? Like, how you know what I mean? Like, there's only like, there's one guy. She's he's going on playing like, all the man, time,
1: dude. I don't know why they dude, play zone. It's crazy.
2: And Odell Beckham looks fucking phenomenal in this offense too, dude. Like, he looks great. Like, that was a fucking great pickup for them now, especially with Woods going down the same week, pretty much. Yeah. Like, you, obviously, that's not why they brought him in. They didn't know that was gonna happen, but man he's been playing fucking great too you know what i mean they stand team still double cover him they'd rather double odell than cup it seemed like at least that's what the cardinals um on monday you know what i mean they focused more on odell than they did cooper cup which is strange but that was their strategy you know no
0: the
1: cardinal dude the cardinals just played more they they played a ton of zone dude and they If you're going to play zone, you have to get after the quarterback. And they weren't able to get after Matt Stafford. Like that fool is having all day to pick him apart, dude. And that's the problem. If you play zone, you have to get after the quarterback. Period.
2: And they have Jefferson that fucking deep threat, too. So I just think the Rams' firepower offensively is going to lead the way here, dude. I'm going to go with the Rams.
0: All right, let's move into our fantasy draft. That was a good week last week. Y'all had zeros <laughs> on your board, and I took the W. I wouldn't have taken the W if you guys didn't have a zero on your board. But I won uh, one thirty-five. Sorry, 134.2. Jordan came in second place at 128.34, and Eddie was in third with 110.4. Change the uh change the rankings a little bit here. Jordan is now in first place at 170. Sorry, seven seventy three point four six. I am in second, right behind him at uh 769.64. And Eddie is right behind me at 762.76. It's coming down to the so wire. It is definitely coming down to the wire. Uh we are going to be taking a QB, two by two running backs, three wide receivers, a tight end, a flex, and a defense. Even though I took the W this week, I'm uh, changing up my strategy here a little bit. Definitely changing up my strategy. We'll see if it works. Let's uh, let's start with our QBs. I am going with uh, Mac Jones against Indianapolis. Indianapolis has allowed the most passing touchdowns all year, so I'm banking on that one. Nice, dude. I'm going to go cheap here, and I'm going to go with the cheapest starting
1: quarterback this weekend, Case Keenum, going against... The sorry ass Las Vegas Raiders. I know it's gonna be snowing. I'm I'm not a, if he gets me a touchdown, I'll be happy. I'm just I'm saving some money for my big bangers coming up. <laughs> uh, and then, yeah,
0: Lee, before you go, sorry, mine was uh Mac Jones was $23. Sorry, go ah, ahead. Eddie.
2: There you go. Perfect. Yeah, uh, I'm not saving any money here, dude. With my uh my first pick. I'm taking Aaron Rodgers, dude. You guys just been amazing. I feel like he's just a plug and play at this point. Um, uh, I think he's 32, is what I um, I'm paying for him, but Please. thirty-two dollars well worth it. Dude. Thirty-two dollars well worth it, dude.
0: In my opinion, all right. Moving to running back, my high-paid running back for the week is only going to be nineteen dollars, and we're going Clyde edwards flair going against the Chargers.
1: Yeah, $19. I'm also I'm also saving some money here. Clyde Edwards-Lair, nineteen bucks going against the arguably one of the worst rush defenses in the chargers
2: yep and i'm not saving any money here uh we're taking nick chubb at 28 bucks because it's gonna like we said it's gonna be snowing they're gonna hand the ball off on every play especially with case keenum in there i think he's gonna have a field
0: day dude nice i'm going cheap i'm going aj Dillon for 16 bucks uh green base going against baltimore uh we've seen Dillon get the uh the ball when it's uh you know, close down into the end zone area in the red no, zone. No, that's where so, he doesn't
1: uh, get the ball, dude. That's the issue. That motherfucker does all the work up until the goal line and then they give it to Aaron Jones, dude.
0: Yeah. <laughs> we're we're going to see a lot of AJ Dillon this week.
1: Agreed. I'm going with uh, Nick Chubb here. This is my uh, laying some lumber here. 28 bucks. I agree with Eddie. He's going to get the ball a lot. Give me Nick Chubb.
2: Yeah. And I had to start saving some money because I spent about 60 bucks on my first two players. So uh, we're going AJ Dillon as well for 16.
0: Nice. So my uh, strategy was to go big on the wide receivers this week. And we're going to see how that works out for me. Uh, So my my pricey wide receiver, we're going Debo Samuels for thirty four dollars going up Atlanta against Atlanta. Debo does it all.
1: Nice. I had kind of a similar strategy, but I'm gonna start off with my cheaper wide receiver. I'm going Jalen Waddle for twenty-two. Since the resurgence of Tua, Jalen Waddle has been his number one target. So give me Waddle here against a shitty Jets defense.
2: Yep. And I'm going to I'm going with I can't believe a probably the cheapest number one that we have um this week. And going Christian Kirk getting him for sixteen bucks, especially with Hopkins going out and games that Hopkins hasn't played. Kirk has been a bonafide number one player in the league. Um, So I think that's going to continue. So we're going to go Christian Kirk for
0: $16. I like that. I definitely like that. Um Keeping that strategy uh bold, we're going with a uh, $32 Devante Adams uh, going up against Baltimore. I mean, he's always guaranteed a touchdown or two. So um let's, uh let's push that again this week. Nice. Right, so my
1: second wide receiver wants CD lamb. He seems to be uh Dak's favorite target at this point. So like at 26
2: bucks. Yeah. You mentioned Jalen Waddle earlier. I'm going to go with his counterpart and Devonte Parker. Uh, first game back last week, five for five, five targets, five catches, 62 yards. Uh, just always, he seems to have had a connection with two since the beginning. Um, so we're taking for 17 bucks, still trying to save some money because of that big spent I did earlier in the, in the draft.
0: Eddie, my total for my wide receivers are going to be $98. So uh yeah, we're he's... going Justin Jefferson with $32 uh same price as DeVonte Adams going up against Chicago. It is not a primetime game. So oh, it is a primetime game. Fuck. Oh, uh, he played fucking balled the fuck yeah. out and he
2: he pulled the fuck it out. Is, it is it is Chicago
0: that. though. So well, we'll still be okay there. Justin Jefferson $32. All right, and I'm going
1: DeVonte Adams for $32. I mean, this guy just he gets a ton of targets, ton of catches like it.
2: Yep. And uh, I'm going – I mean, this guy's been killing it for me the last two weeks. I think I've taken him both weeks. We're taking Tyler Lockett for 26. Um, again, uh, for whatever reason, they don't want to throw to fucking Metcalf, so I will reap the benefit and go get Lockett. The dude's been killing it last week. He five catches, 142, and a touchdown. Um, and now you are going against the Rams without Jalen Ramsey. And like, Yeah, I like it. Tyler Lockett, $26. bucks.
0: let us move over to tight end. I'm going to take uh same guy's last week. He did well for me, uh, Pat Fearmouth for $15. It's the only nice. person Big Ben can actually, like, throw to because he's only 10 yards away. So.
1: Motherfucker had a drop in the end zone to win the game, too. I know. Yeah. I'm going to go with uh, Zach Ertz for $18. Since he's come over to Arizona, he is our number one leading receiver. So give me Zach Ertz.
2: Yeah, and I, we mentioned earlier with Kittle, dude, he's just been fucking dominant. So I was saving him some money so I can get him thirty-three bucks—a really expensive player. But at the same time, I mean, thirteen catches for one hundred and fifty-one, a touchdown last week, and that was with Debo back and with the full repertoire of weapons that the Niners have. So it looks like Jimmy G's just looking for him all the time. I mean, the dude's been playing fucking best best player in football the last two weeks. So it's I don't see—I I definitely don't see why that wouldn't continue.
0: Uh, all right, Eddie, I like what you uh, went with earlier uh, for a great value pick. Uh Christian Kirk for 16 bucks. Um, yeah, with Hopkins out, it's uh that was a no-brainer at that price. And I didn't have any money from my other wide receivers. So <laughs>
1: nice. I'm gonna go with uh Najee Harris here. Um just because I mean he seems to get a lot of catches, a lot of work, and Tennessee's 18th against the run, so I'm hoping uh, Najee gets in the end zone a couple times here. Yeah,
2: and uh, we mentioned the weather in Cleveland going to be a factor. So I'm going to take Josh Jacobs, um, 22 bucks. But since Drake's been down, he's also been the pass-catching uh, running back with Jalen Richard being out mm, it's like due to COVID. right there. So, I mean, last week, five catches, 46 yards. The week before, nine catches, 38 yards. I mean, you're going to get fucking tons of points there. Um, I don't see him have – I mean, he only got nine carries last week because it was like 58 to fucking nothing in the second quarter. And I don't see that being a case here. They didn't have to run the ball in that weather. So, I'm going to take Josh Jacobs for 22.
0: Nice. Uh, defense won me the game last week, um, and I'm going to go with Josh Jacobs kind of sucking next week – or this week, and uh, we're going against <laughs> Las Vegas, and uh, we're going with the Cleveland Browns. I don't think uh, Raiders are going to get many points or many yards here.
1: Nice, man. I don't have a ton of money left, so I'm just going with uh Washington football team.
2: Yep, I didn't have any money either. I had 10 bucks, so I just took the Raiders. It's going to be snowing. Maybe it'll
0: help them. Who knows? There we go. There we go. All right. We are going to move into uh, our primetime games. We've got the game of the week, and this is a Saturday start. Uh, a little bit different here, but uh, we're going to be going the Patriots, going into N- Indianapolis to play the Colts. Right now, Colts are two-and-a-half-point favors, over-under sitting at 45-and-a-half.
2: Yeah. This is a great game. you guys on a Saturday, it gives you something to do on Saturday.
1: Great game. Great game, and I don't see any reason why Indy doesn't win this game. This is best bet material here, mm. Indianapolis Colts, minus two and a half. I mean, they they dog walked the fucking Bills, dude. They should have beaten the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, dude. It took like a, a masterful class at losing to do that. They've been very good against the run, they're the number one rush defense in the league. That's what New England does well, um. So I, I I like the Colts here. I just I think that I think the Colts they are the uh, they're the kind of kryptonite team to the Patriots, and they're coming yeah. off a buy.
2: They are coming off a buy. I think that does lean me towards the Colts as well. But like, it's hard to fucking bet against the Patriots right now, dude. You know what I mean? Like they have caught a rhythm. I mean, they've won how many in a row now? Like seven games in a row, they've won. Um, Patriots are also coming off a bye. So
1: um six in a row. Is it seven? Mm, One, two, three, seven. four, five, six. Yeah, seven in a row. You're right. So they
2: won seven in a row. They beaten like the Bills. I mean, they beat the Bills, they dog walk the Browns, they beat the fucking
1: Party. Yeah, That's coming off a bye too. Both these teams coming off a bye.
2: Yeah, both coming off a bye, which makes this game even better. Um I still don't trust Carson Wentz, dude. Like he's gonna throw a fucking dumb pick here and there. Uh that Patriots defense has been lights fucking out. Um they have Jonathan Taylor. That's so, what I mean. If they just, you know, run the ball, then they'll be fine. But the problem is the Colts tried to throw the ball against the fucking uh Bucks. They lost that game. So maybe they learned from it. Um man, this game's tough. What's the spread again? What'd you say? Three, two and a half. Two, and a, Two and a half. Dude, that sticks, dude. Oh, uh man. Come back. Uh, what do you think, Ben? I don't know yet. <laughs> I
0: have no idea, dude. I'm kind of banking on uh something that I really don't want to bank on, and that's the uh, that's the Patriots defense. It's like yes, they, they do have uh, you know. I don't want to say some issues, but they're not great against the run. But if that's the case, then they know what they have to focus on. And they've been focusing on it for now two weeks. So, like, I think we can two weeks. No, they played last week. Didn't you say they were just coming off the bye?
1: Yeah, both teams. They are. They both are. The Patriots oh, yeah. I'm, played Buffalo. I'm a Buffalo week behind here Miami. on my
0: calendar. Okay. um, So, uh, like, I, I think with that extra week, they can prepare for what is going to come from Indianapolis on the run here. Um, well,
1: even if they take away Jonathan Taylor, I mean, the Indy passing game
0: isn't dog shit. Like, yeah. No, it's I, not. But the Carson made defense some defense is – on point, I mean they're only allowing 212 yards a game against yeah. the pass, which is top-notch. I don't want to say it because I've got the bet against it, but I mean for that bet, I would love the Colts to destroy here, but they also Colts can't defend the pass well. Like I mentioned earlier, they've they've allowed the most touchdowns, and I think passing yards. Was it passing yards too? Um, are
1: 17th against the pass DVOA fifth rushing.
0: Yeah, I think
2: that Mac Jones is gonna have to win this game, right? For yeah, the yeah. Patriots, this will be like yep. the first time he
0: physically he has to be the one to win the game. Um, I have them listed not DVOA, but 29th in pass yards, 27th. Yeah, in yards is in completions. Yards is 32nd one thing. in passing touchdowns, like think that's where mac jones can not necessarily eat them up but play really well against them and he's good with those short passes
1: all right yeah but a lot of what he does successfully he it comes off the running game so without a running game i don't think he's gonna nest i don't think all that's gonna open up they're gonna sit on it dude
2: yeah i i don't trust mac jones at this point in his career you know like at the end of the day like as well he's as he's been playing he still is a rookie gonna right be
0: rookie of the year we trusted mm-hmm. herbert last yeah. year at the end of the year potentially
1: yeah but herbert's a. I mean i don't want to get into this discussion now but Herbert Her- last year was a lot better than mac jones this year dude and i don't <laughs> even think it's close situations here like, I, I still cl-
2: haven't, I still can't fucking, like, trust Mac Jones yet, I guess, to win a game, um, is the reason I think I'm going to lean the Colts here, uh, I don't, like, again, I feel this is like a three-point game, you know what I mean, like, it's, it's going to be close as shit, I think, and I think it's going to come down to a field goal at the end, um, and I'm going to lean Colts here just because, like, the Patriots have been relying on the run to set up the pass, like those uh, Kendrick Bourne touchdowns that the Patriots are getting, those deep th- the deep bombs and everything. Those are all coming off play action. Um, now the Patriots are still going to run the ball. You know what I mean? Like, they're still going to be running the ball because, like, Belichick's one of those coaches that just because it's not working, he isn't going to give up on it at all. Um, I mean, so I think the, the play action run. still might Yeah, I think I mean, the play action still game. might work. And the other thing, too, is, like, the Patriots have one of the fucking biggest offensive lines, too. That's what makes this game so tough. Like, what the Patriots do well, the Colts stop, right? And, like, vice versa. So, but because they're evenly matched, I am going to, I think I'm just going to take the home team and just go with the Colts. I'm going to
0: take the points and go with the Patriots here. Now, so Damian don't Harris. Uh, Damien Harris is going to be back as well. It's going to help. Yeah, all right, just, let's move to this Sunday night football game. Uh, we've got the Saints heading into Tampa Bay to play the Bucks. Bucks are eleven point favors here, over under sitting at forty six and a half. Forty six and a half.
2: Hmm. Taysom Hill, fucking
1: running the ball, dude. Dude, that's all he can do, bro. Of course, yeah. that's all he could do. But man. the it thing is, know, though, man. is like the Bucks let Josh Allen on one leg run all over them too. And that was a huge reason why they came back, dude. Josh Allen was Buffalo's leading rusher, obviously. Um, dude, I, I actually like the Saints here catching the 11 points. I don't necessarily think they're going to win, but I think they're going to cover this. I think they're going to cover the spread because Taysom, Taysom Hill is going to be able to run.
0: Yeah, and for some reason,
1: Sean Payton plays very well. He does very well against the Bucks.
2: I think I I'm leaning in the same way with you, but it's more like Kamara's back, so that's like that extra added weapon. The only thing I worry about though is like if the Bucks go up 14, right? Like there's in this game's like there's no shot for the Saints to come back because they can't throw it to eh, come back. It's
1: so backdoor. Mm. I mean, dude, the I don't even know, the dude. Bills were down like 24 points and fucking Josh Allen was fucking running all over. Unless Josh Allen dude. is a
0: hell of a lot better than. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <could help.
2: laughs> dude. No Josh Allen, the threat of throwing is still there. Josh Allen, you know I
1: mean? he's not accurate though. Like he, had, he's, he fuck, has better he's weapons, maybe
0: he's better than Taysom Hill. That's all that's yeah, all he, he had got, to put there. Like, Taysom Hill has
2: Kamara at this point, you know what I mean? Like, um, so like it's gotta be a close, but I think the Saints defense is still a like, they're still a good defense, too. Yeah, you know, they they're are. still the whole reason that the saints are even in this position that they are with the record they are is because of that defense. I do agree with you. I'm going to take the saints here as well. Um, I think that the uh, saints will be able to control the time of possession, keep Brady off the field, which is a benefit. Um, and I, you know, the Taysom, they just got to run the option with Taysom Hill Kamara every play and they'll be fine.
1: Yeah.
0: I'm going with old geriatric here. I'm going uh, Tommy boy. Yeah. Um, their offense is just so much more it has so much more firepower here defense i'd say is you know pretty close i I'd, I'd put their defense at neck and neck i mean their rush is probably you know within 4 yards their pass yards allowed are within 9 um you know, but the the Tampa Bay offense is just so much more dynamic, and will move the ball and and they'll hold time of possession, which I think is going to be you know something that's going to be really important. They're going to be able to like, even with a good defense, they'll be able to keep the ball and keep New Orleans' offense off the field, as well as their defense being on point, keeping that offense off the field. So I'm going to go uh, Tampa Bay here.
2: We go Taysom Hill over 100 yards, Alvin Kamara over 100 yards, 200
0: Ooh. yards rushing against a team that only allows 91 a game.
2: Yep, because that's all they're going to do. We're not going to fucking throw the ball, dude. Uh, <laughs>
0: you
2: know what I mean? They're yeah. just going to run it every fucking play. Like, there's no point for Taysom Hill to ever throw it. And plus, you got that busted ass finger. You know what I mean? Like the mallet finger, whatever the hell they're calling it. Like, Yikes. you know what I mallet mean? Like, it would be dumb for the same it'd be dumb for the saints to try to throw the ball against the bucks. So I just think they run it all game.
0: All right. All right. Then we got uh, Monday night football. We've got the Vikings going into Chicago to play the bears right now. The weather is going to be 36 degrees on Monday night, Uh, slightly cloudy, uh, but no rain or snow. Uh, Vikings are three and a half point favors over under sitting at 44 points.
2: Three and oh, a half man. for Minnesota. Huh? Thielen on the road.
0: Practicing. Thielen's practicing. So Thielen's
2: playing If he's practicing, do we know if Dalvin Cook's playing?
1: I'm guessing he's gonna play. The only the only thing is though, is like, dude, this is a primetime game, dude. And that motherfucker Kirk Cousins tried to give the game away on Thursday night, too. Like he, he wasn't did. good at all. And honestly, I know Chicago, they didn't cover the 11 points against uh, Green Bay, but they very well could have, dude. Like, their offense has been playing a lot better with Justin Fields, dude. Like, he still makes some dumb throws. Obviously, he's a rookie. Like, that's to be expected. But he definitely adds another element to their offense, dude. Like, he's able to run the ball. He's able to get out of the pocket. He's able to go off script. Um, I like the Bears here, dude, to be honest. I like – I like him to cover the game, the three and a half, for sure. I think this is a, a solid money line play, too, dude. They might win this game. They very well could. I
2: mean, the Vikings love to let fucking teams fucking win at the last minute, dude. You know what I mean? I still it's, – it, it's really hard for me to put money on the Vikings still. You know what I mean? Like, you don't get to lose to the Lions and expect me to fucking have you come out and fucking win games, dude. Even though they beat the Steelers last week, that's great and all, but – I mean, you
1: still lost the fucking Lions. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like that's inexcusable. <laughs> and they they, I mean? they almost they almost blew a twenty four point lead, dude. Like that would have been right. the worst loss in the history of the NFL, dude. Yeah, I mean, Chicago
0: can't put up the points.
1: They put up I mean, fucking okay, thirty points up, against Green they, Bay. They put up
0: thirty points against Green Bay, but that's one game. Twenty two against Arizona. Sixteen. Green against Green Bay's Detroit. a better
1: defense in Minnesota.
0: 6 13 against Baltimore. Yeah, but they're improving dude. against Pittsburgh. Justin Fields is they're only Pitt. getting
1: better every game. We're seeing it with our own eyes.
0: Justin Fields has only played one game since being hurt.
1: Yeah, and they put up 30 points. That was the most points they put up all year. It is true.
0: He had two interceptions, two touchdowns. Yeah, that was awesome. but they put up more points that's, than they, they put up not more even, points. That's just over 55 or 50% it's like 55%. That's not good. Dude, but he yards? adds another
1: element in passing, dude. He adds an element on his feet. He he extends plays. He gets out of the pocket. He made a couple throws last week that I was like, "Holy shit. Like I've only seen Kyler make those throws on the run." But then he does make bad throws. He's a rookie. Those are going to happen, dude. But Minnesota sucks. Like
0: their defense Chicago isn't good, dude. Sucks. I, mean, I don't know. I don't understand how we're thinking that Chicago is good. We're not. Know. We're just expecting you, them to cover this game. That Minnesota's is not good. good. We're talking about two <laughs> shitty teams. You're telling me one team three and a sh- half points?
1: Yeah, and Chicago's at home and go- in prime time. Man, give me the Bears here all fucking day, dog. No way. Chicago's
0: not going to put up enough points to cover it.
2: I dude, it's not even like, like who I think is better, who I think stinks. I just I can't trust the Vikings, dude. It's like it's hard for me. And you can trust say... Matt Nagy. No, I don't trust Nagy either, but I also fucking don't trust the Vikings to win by three and a half. I think the Vikings may win by three, because if you look at their fucking win, every game they played this year, every game seems to be within fucking three points. You know what I mean? It's really much more like closer to like one possession. You know what I mean? But like, it just seems like they're always playing a fucking tight game. You know what I'm saying? Like, they lead the league in games decided by one possession or less. They have 11 games this year where games were decided on literally the last play of the game. Like, if it's going to be that close of a game, which is what the history of the Vikings tells me, then give if it's three and a half, I'll take the Bears. If it goes down to three or maybe even swings to two and a half, I would lean Vikings, but right now at three and a half, just because the Vikings fucking play a tight game every fucking week, I'm gonna take the Bears getting three and a half.
0: You know what nuts? <laughs> Our <No, we're laughs> nuts. Best bet material.
1: Ah uh, I hope you make that your best bet, Ben, because you're gonna go, you're losing that game on your best bet. So don't do it. Okay. Alright, okay. alright, alright, alright. Speaking of sixteen. Best bets, says the guy that's four and zero in the last two weeks. Seven and one or six and one. I was uh, I was like three and twelve at one point on the season, dude. We we coming back here. Alright. We we coming back here with these best bets. We are on fire right now. So let's get into our best bets. So last week eddie had under 44 chargers giants that was an l and they had arizona minus two and a half that was an l they stink ben had under 43 and a half minnesota pittsburgh that was an l and he had under 42 that was an l and the only guy that won the best bets last week uh over 42 detroit denver w tampa bay minus three w let's let's get it back boys let's 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 get back to even money let's let's make some money here so ben what's your two best bets of the week
0: minnesota vikings minus three (laughs) and a half chicago is not putting up even close to enough points to uh you know to make this uh, a close ball game here um only allow only putting up 17.8 points a game it's uh, yeah, sure they had a good game last week, but they're not going to go back to back on it. We already know this. They've got a, a rookie QB who is playing for a horrible coach. They're not putting up enough points. Um, then we're going go to go with uh, Kansas City minus three, uh, going up against the Chargers. Um, we talked about it earlier that uh, you know last time they played, Chargers did win on a final second drive. But uh, Patrick Mahomes had four turnovers that game, and I do not see that coming close. Uh, Kansas City is, um, you know, they're playing a hell of a lot better than they did earlier in the season when they played the Chargers. Uh, And the Chargers have been very Jekyll and Hyde uh, this year. And um, I'm not a division game. I'm not going to be betting that Kansas City is going to let this go. Um, So we're going to be going with Kansas City minus three.
1: Nice. Eddie, what's your two best bets?
0: All right, so we mentioned
2: earlier, uh, we're taking the Packers uh, minus five and a half. Uh, The Ravens are just completely depleted with injuries. Packers are the best team in the world, 11-2 ATS. Just feels like easy money to be betting them ATS right now. Uh, So we're going to be taking the Packers minus five and a half. Uh, and then for our second game, we're actually going to go to the Niners and the Falcons. We're going to be taking the over 45 and a half. Uh, I think the Niners offense is rolling. Falcons defense is one of the worst defenses in the NFL. Um, Falcons are able to put up some points here and there. They might get like 17, 20, but I think the Niners can easily put up 30 by themselves. So uh, we're going to be taking the Niners
1: over 45 and, the, uh, 45 is even 45 and a half uh, for the Niners-Falcons Nice, dude. I like it. I'm, I'm torn, dude. There's like a handful of games that I want to pick from here. So I'm going to narrow it down. I'm going to go Jaguars first half. Um, I think that what we said about Urban Meyer being uh, let go, I think it's going to motivate the team. I, I like him to cover the three and a half, but I definitely like him to come out firing the all cylinders. I like the first half. Minus one and a half or two, whatever you get it at. Minus one and a half or two, I think is solid. Anything over that, I would just play the minus three and a half for the f- full game. And then my second best bet, I'm going Chicago Bears plus three and a half. Monday night football <laughs> at home. <laughs> I, I love what I saw with them against uh, Green Bay, who's a much better team than Minnesota, by the way. Um, my, guy, my guy, Justin Fields, able to move the ball. Die. He. They put up thirty points. Highest point total of the season.
0: Bourbon from that.
1: Give me Chicago plus three and a half. Primetime Cousins is going to come out. So we're going to go. <laughs> we're going to go five and one this week.
2: Oh, here's the fucking pop, dude. <laughs> five and one. I have
1: initially. to drink after that. Jesus. Five and one. All right. One of us is okay. losing one of these games.
0: Okay. <laughs>
2: oh man that's so all right funny,
0: dude. uh great podcast uh mediocre bets <laughs> but uh <laughs> we're Ooh, here.
1: nice to revisit we're next here. week
0: yeah all right it's so like a shot you bet, all- dude.
2: we haven't done a shot bet in a minute i feel like this has to be a shot we'll throw a shot on
1: I'm that we will throw a shot on that
0: i'm fine with that All right. uh, So great podcast, everyone. Thank you for listening to APR. That's the annexation of Puerto Rico podcast. Make sure to check out our website, www.taproomsportspodcast.com, where you can find all of our information. You can check us out on Instagram at taproomsportspodcast. You can check us out on Twitter. You can go to uh, taproom underscore sports. Uh, You can check out Eddie's, which is at Eddie TSP, or you can check out Jordan's, which is at Jordan rules TSP. Um, yeah, search us on Facebook too. We're over there, but uh, yeah, make sure to check out. Sorry, <laughs> reading things. Uh, make sure to <laughs> check out uh, the Top Room Sports Podcast with Jordan and I. Always posted for that Monday morning commute where we review the weekend sports and drink some great craft brews. Make sure to check out the Biscuits and Barrel Podcast that was just dropped yesterday. When you're listening to this, uh, the 90 Second Beer Reviews guys and myself had uh, Keith. From Torch and Crown, uh, come on to the podcast and talk hockey while drinking a great barrel agent imperial stout called There Goes the Neighborhood. Uh, it was 11.5. It was uh, quite the heavy one. But uh, great podcast there. Make sure to check out TSP Wagers, uh, where we build best bets for the week. We talk about a hockey game. We talk about a basketball game. And we have been hot, hot, hot. Yes, sir. I took the W in the uh, in the draft left the, this last week uh so i get to uh take the minute and um really i'm only say a couple words here because i think it's uh, pretty self-explanatory here um Goodell put out the damn report we've got uh we've got a lot of uh information coming out that uh there was maybe some uh questionable activities in the interviewing process um and uh you know that there was some uh, discrepancies in you know who could interview who couldn't interview um you know a lot of uh he said she said that's coming out and what will stop all of this he said she said putting out the damn report so put out the uh the you know report. there's
1: something in there they're hiding yeah dog.
0: oh absolutely and, it, and this is making them even more uh, like it, it's making it even more apparent that there is something being hidden there and um there's only one answer to uh, if if right. they're so confident that there's nothing in there, put out the damn report. Right.
2: It's just obnoxious, dude. That the only thing to come from this whole thing is fucking Gruden getting fired.
1: Yep. You know what <laughs> yeah. I'm saying? Like it's such a yeah. joke,
2: dude. Yep. Hundred like, percent.
1: That was them trying to throw off this the what's it called like when you throw they throw off the scent. Like throwing like, off you know? the saint. Yeah
2: yeah yeah. 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 It's a fucking nightmare, bro. Yep. Like. Cadell's such a fucking scam, dude. Every time he yeah. talks, it's just more bullshit that comes out of his mouth. Cadell, like, yep. you're not listening to this podcast, but go fuck yourself.
0: There we go. And Let's Gidell, if, you
1: are, if you are listening to this podcast, go fuck yourself.
0: Yeah. <laughs> right. Let's end it on that. I love it. All right. For do Raggedy. Jordan. Stacks on Stacks right. on Stacks Lats. Big Paul and Ben Larson. <laughs> we will see you next week. was the night before Christmas, and all through the house, not a creature was stirring. not even a mouse in my mind.